Welcome back to the Football Bosses. Uh, one of the greats of world football joins us uh, on the line now. Uh, Michael Zapponi and Tony Pignata with you here on FNR. Alessandro Del Piero, welcome to the program. We're very well, thank you, and uh, we we thank you for your time uh, once again, being very generous with uh, with your time. And uh, firstly, just tell us a little bit about what you're you're doing these days. I believe you're in Los Angeles at the moment. You, you spend a, a fair bit of time over there. Yes, I'm in LA. Uh, I moved there uh, two years ago already, uh, three or sorry, and um, yeah, nothing to prepare for Christmas. In a few days, school will finish uh, for my kids, so we go for holiday and uh, and yeah, everything is good. It's not hot like there, but still uh, an amazing day and uh, and uh, period of the year. And um, and how does uh, LA uh, compare to uh, your time in Sydney? <laughs> well. It's it's different, you know. Uh, I've been in Sydney for for place football, so it's, this is the main difference. Um, here, I didn't play, and uh, I'm moving for keep going to stay uh, English and try to improve my English. That's <laughs> so not great, but at least now I think I understand much better. And uh, yeah, after Sydney, uh, with Sydney, I opened my mind a little bit more about uh, uh, what happened outside Italy. So yeah, it was an amazing experience also for that, not only for what happened uh, for us in that two years. Yeah, no, look, it was a, you know, a, it was an amazing time, Alessandro. I remember. Uh, coming to Torino and meeting with you and Dario and Stefano and, um, you know, talking for about three or four days non-stop and everyone in Australia getting very excited about, you know, you coming to play in the A-League and uh, and I remember when you walked in that door and um, you said, uh, let's go, we signed the contract and, uh, and then we had the press conference and you flew into to Sydney and all those fans and, uh, you know, it just goes to show you what, you know what you've achieved in the, in in the world of uh, football, and uh, to get you to play in the A League was was fantastic. And uh, how did you? Um, you know, we, we, it was tough. It was a tough time. At, um, I remember when you uh, arrived, and you know the team was uh, sort of uh, just getting together, and you came a little bit later. Um, but uh, how did you find your, your your two years in in Sydney playing for Sydney FC? And how did you find the A League? And, um, and and just your thoughts. I mean, I think. Uh, you know, something you can reflect now back, uh, you know, five years on. Well, it's, I spent a, a beautiful time, amazing time there, you know that, and uh, my experience in, for what, uh, regarding football is, was great, because, uh, yeah, I came later during the year, so I didn't have so much time the first year to to see what's going on, but it was good for me to understand a new kind of football and what's going on in very far away from from Italy. But at the end of the day, it was was always the same. I mean, 
preparation of the of the game was a bit different. It's very tough, physical and tough uh, league from my point of view, and uh, with a very good quality and uh, and the fact that uh, uh, I spent also the second year there because uh, yeah I I found a good situation for for me for my family and. Uh, we enjoy a lot of what's going on there. And regarding what happened in Sydney with the Australian football, it's, I think it would be great because uh, after that, the, the, the interesting about A-League group. And um, I'm so happy that at the end of that year, in the second year, Australia won the the Asian Cup because it's part of of the let's say of the of the program let's say the different improvement and I so I'm so happy that I went back to see live what's going on and uh, to be part of that system by the way so I felt uh, really good in that period and I'm so happy that uh, uh, what happened. Alessandro, we of course uh, we talk a lot about the development of our sport uh, in this country, and uh, we we talk about the growth metrics of crowds and television audiences. And over the last few years, it probably hasn't grown as much as we would have liked. Uh, our national team is performing well. We are at the World Cup. <laughs> Unfortunately, Italy is not. So there are some things that are working, but but there are many others that are not. From your observations, what do you think needs to, to do to happen to, to grow the, the A-leg? We know that 10 teams is not enough. We need more teams here. But having spent some time here, what, what were your initial observations on what Australia needs to do to grow the league of football? Well, for sure, uh, start uh, with the young teams is very important, and uh, I think I'm, I'm looking what happened in Europe when we start to mix players and coaching with the other uh, national uh, nationality. It was good because we can learn from them; they can learn from us, and uh, I think all the European system grows that way. Plus the championship of course helped a lot. And um, what is there, you know, I believe yeah more more teams could be great because it uh, seems uh, uh, a league close to Europe and not because Europe has to be the perfect system but because I believe that it would be much better for for all the Australian people uh, go much deeper in terms of numbers of, of, of crowd and uh, about crowd about who will be interested about football and I, I I felt and I saw with my eyes how much grew already football there in that two years and it's not easy to improve day by day but what happened with the national team that you are going to the World Cup again is a great sign from my point of view and on the other side yeah, in Italy we are living <laughs> a disaster moment for that because though it's the World Cup is crazy for us it's really crazy 
Um, Alessandro, you scored 24 goals playing for Sydney FC. Over Tony the... remembers every one of them. I do, I do. <laughs> I don't forget. Um, which one was your your best goal you scored out of the 24? I'll tell you which one was my favorite. But of course, the first one, uh, the first one when I when I played there was on the free kick was uh, let's say a symbolic one, you know. So I uh, was so happy about see the stadium uh, sold out and what that what is was what was the excitement around us and uh, that game that game was was for sure special because he was uh, after uh, my debut in Wellington was the first time in Sydney so in Australia by the way so uh, do it with a goal was yeah of course amazing yeah it was phenomenal and uh, that game was televised live back to Italy but for me Alessandro the penalty you scored against the Wanderers in uh, the first derby at uh, Parramatta Stadium, 20,000 sold out. Kovic saved the penalty and then you smashed it back in and uh, we won 1-0. So that was, for me, uh, probably my favourite uh, goal you scored and it's always good when uh, you know, when we beat the uh, the Wanderers. <laughs> yeah, it happened the, the next the week later, by the way. So the atmosphere of the derby was incredible. And the way, you know, winning like this, the first one was absolutely amazing for sure. We need a coach at the moment, Alessandro. The Socceroos uh, coach, Ange Postacoglu, uh, resigned uh, after getting the team to the World Cup. So we're on a global search. Uh, are you interested in coaching the Socceroos? Or perhaps you might give us some insight into some coaches that have coached in Italy that might be uh, might be good. Uh, I think someone like Cesare Prandelli would be, would be fantastic for the Socceroos. Thank you for thinking about me. <laughs> uh, but uh, let's say that I, I don't have the license yet, so I can't. <laughs> let's make it like this. And uh, for what regarding Italian coaches, uh, we have an amazing score, for sure. And uh, Cesare is one of them. And I, I believe there's many more uh, that can be good in that position, for sure. Uh, well, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what is the thought about federation. If they are looking for something international, but uh, yeah, could be a great option for them. For them, yeah. Yeah, I think the the FFA have, uh, are going to look at an international option, and uh, I think the lure of coaching at a World Cup uh, will attract a very strong field of candidates. So uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens in the next few weeks. Yeah, no, it's, um, it'll be uh, amazing, uh, I suppose, to uh, get an international coach. But maybe Alessandro one day could coach uh, maybe. back Just in Australia. Do your pro licenses. Yeah. Are, you, are, you, <laughs> are you interested in coaching, Alessandro? I know when you left, you were sort of thinking about it. Uh, are you doing your, your coaching licenses at the moment? No, I didn't sort of that way yet. Um, I'm interested because it's very 
his very particular job and is connected with, with football for sure and it's, it's very interesting from many points of view and to have that responsibility is, uh, is, is great for, is, from my point of view but yeah I, I believe that uh, uh, okay I, I don't uh, I'm not finished yet with everything that I have to do for coaching but it's very important study and it's very important to know what's going on and to put not only your let's say experience and knowledge but to learn also something that maybe you can find on the book so you can find it when you talk with uh, other coaches it's part of the experience now that I'm doing television and I'm watching the game I see a lot of games in that way. It's uh, it's important as well because I'm seeing what's going on about football from this different perspective and uh, increase, of course, my knowledge from my point of view. So I'm happy for the moment. But yeah, how are you? Um, you never know. How are you enjoying? How are you enjoying um, doing the analysis for uh, for Sky on the uh, on on the football? You know, now you're sitting back watching the game, analysing. How do you find that, Alessandro? Uh, it's it's very interesting, you know. It's a different perspective, as as I told you, but uh, it's very interesting because uh, with Sky, the TV is amazing from many points of view. Now with all the cameras, you can have a uh, a lot of details, and uh, and we are looking uh, not only commentating but to analyze the game from this from tactical uh, situation, technical, and talk with the coaches, interview them, and interview the players. It's very important to feel what's going on, and why they make the, some choices. Uh, why not? And uh, this is part of the experience that I believe that uh, is good for everyone. And I'm enjoying Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Um, in Australia, we're, um, we do video referee, as uh, CDR do. Um, we've had a lot of, uh, you know, I suppose, angst by the fans over the video referees and not allowing goals or changing... Uh, decisions about uh, penalties and, and all. how how do you find this video refereeing I mean you played in you know in an era where the referee whatever he decided was it there was no video refereeing now now it's the new thing what are your thoughts about video referees and do you like it and do you see it continuing well, we are testing as well because uh, it's the first year for us first month by the way so I believe that technology can help sports and football in this in this way, and um, just it's important that we don't lose the feeling of the game. It's a life game, so also a referee can make a mistake. Uh, but if some kind of technology can help him, it can help the referees. To make a good choice, uh, even better, even better. It's not easy because you cannot decide everything 
by TV or by watching what what happens. Uh, you have to feel also what happens inside the field, and, and only a referee can do that. So I'm half and half at the moment, and uh, let's see how it goes. Um, but I believe that it's important for some part of the stuff that technology came on is very important that is there because you know you see if uh, if the ball crossed the line for example if you make a ball or not it's important it can change uh, change a World Cup long time ago you remember with England mm. so we can imagine <laughs> every game that has this kind of happening Speaking of World Cup, uh, Alessandro, you scored a goal in a, in a semi-final of a World Cup to get Italy to a final of a World Cup, which you won. We're still in shock, all Italians around the world, that uh, Italy, the national team, will not be at the World Cup this year. I'm sure the fallout in Italy is massive. I suppose the question we're all asking is, how could it ever happen? And uh, I suppose it's probably best summarised by that last game in that, that playoff against Sweden when uh, the, the, the manager went over to Daniele De Rossi to bring him on and, and De Rossi uh, signalled to him, don't bring me on, you need to bring someone on who can score a goal. It, it just seems farcical that it, it got to this point. Can you describe as a, as a champion of the game, as a World Cup winner, Italian national team player, uh, what your view is on, on all of this and, and how they're going to rebuild Italian football from here? Well, you say the right word at the beginning. And we are still in shock about what happened because World Cup for us like uh, having breakfast or eating during <laughs> the day. <laughs> it's not something that you think that you don't have. So I believe that uh, this period is has to be important and uh, we are coming from uh, it's weird because at the moment our teams, club teams are doing a great job in Champions League and UEFA Cup so it's opposite what happened with the club and with the national team but every nation, every country and countries uh, grows in terms of football that's money, so we need to be prepared about that. And I believe we can do, of course, we can do much, much better. And uh, there is a lot of work to do. There's not only one side, you know, bring more youth guys and grow them much better and teach them better. There's uh, all the system that has to be changed and uh, improved a lot. Do you think there was too much reliance on, on the more experienced players and, and, and the manager should have used uh, some of the younger players that are, that are playing regularly in, in the Serie A? No, the team was, I think from my point of view, was a good news. We had a experienced players, great champions. I'm thinking that play a lot of games like this, plus young talent. Um, nothing. What happened is we are still find we are still finding uh, answer about what is not uh, work 
and uh, which kind of things we can change. But at the end of the day, we cannot change nothing about that game, of those games. So <laughs> this is the main problem. What we can do is work for the future in a better way. So everybody that are involved in football has to to think about that and to make uh, their job much, much better. And us, of course, have some changes inside the, the system. I mean, everybody is involved about the result, not only the players so or the coaching staff that uh, didn't get it. And uh, a selfish question for me, as a Juventus uh, fan, I, I watch the games every week, and uh, this year the title race in Italy is much tighter than it has been for, for many, many years. Juventus chasing the historic seven in a row. Tony is a, is a Napoli supporter, and uh, he's, uh, he's hoping that uh, they can do it this year, but it was a very important win away uh, uh, by Juventus in, in Naples, but still many big challenges to come for Juventus. Do you think they can do it? Yeah, they, they can do it. I mean, uh, I don't know if they will do it, but the team is great, the club is great, and uh, they are very focused now. They start not perfect, but uh, they change something this summer, so everything needs to adjust a bit. It's not easy to win again. Uh, and so, but they have all the quality because the club is strong, they have amazing players and champions inside the teams inside the team so uh, you know the quality it depends what's going on because uh, the league is long and uh, you need to be I don't want to say perfect but you need to think about it and uh, it's, it's important how many you continue you continue to have the, of the results and stay close by uh, the, first, the first teams, uh, but this year, of course, Napoli has a great chance, Inter as well, and also Roma have a chance because they change a lot, but they find they found straight away uh, how to do it, and uh, they play about football, so it's very very interesting. This year. Alessandro, you scored a, a lot of goals over a lot of years. Who was the toughest defender you played on over your uh, your career? <laughs> Unfortunately, there's many <laughs> stop me, but uh, uh, I, I, my mind, of course, is is uh, on also because we are a country that. Deliver, as I said, I think uh, a lot of amazing defensive players. And probably, for sure, Maldini, Cannavaro, and Nesta are the, the, the top, are, are on the top on this list because they are incredible. They were incredible, by the way. And in the um, and in the A League, who did you find the hardest to play against? <laughs> He'd struggle to remember Tony, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I need to talk with my shin pads, <laughs> 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 uh, who was uh, many of them. But, uh, I remember. I remember. I'm, I'm enjoy. I mean, I'm enjoying 
find uh, also when I yeah I remember uh, um yeah. when I had a, a tough way to reach the result because uh, uh, I like the way that uh, happened so yeah yeah. I remember um, the the first game we played against Newcastle. Thiago Calvano it got you a beauty, and um, you scored from that free kick. There was a uh, some some sort of tackle. But I also remember Alessandro. We were talking after um, after a couple of games in the A League, and he said, uh, "Why does everyone run in the A League? They just run. They <laughs> don't know what, but they just run." So that goes to show the the sort of A League. But I think it has developed a lot um, over the last couple of years, anyhow, with uh, with the players and the, and the technical ability and. Uh, you know, Alessandro, you you had a big big play in that in um, in putting the Australian A League on the map globally as well. You know, when you when you came here and uh, everyone stood up and you know we had all all the Sydney FC games were live into into Italy. Now they're you know across a lot of countries. So you know it was it was amazing um, what you did for the for the game and and the project as we spoke about with uh, you know I remember with Lou Sticker and, and myself in the first meetings was all about the project and uh, you know I think the the project was uh, a, a very successful project and uh, you know achieved a lot uh, and we we owe a lot to you for coming here and playing in the A League thank you very much thank you very much about yeah it's uh, uh, and as I told you before, the time there was great, and I really enjoyed it. And uh, I think, for many reasons, uh, it was a great project. And uh, when I'm thinking about that, I'm I'm enjoying, yeah, because uh, I remember also when uh, we came in Italy with Sydney FC for the first time, you know, 20 days, and uh, we played friendly games. And uh, of course, uh, after. After that, uh, many people were interested about that. So I'm happy to hear about about it from the words. We thank you very much for joining us uh, and uh, being generous with your time. I remember when we, we first met, the first thing Alessandro did when he got off the plane was come into the Fox, uh, st- well, we had a studio set up uh, at the casino in Sydney and I met Alessandro and I said, uh, we're going to do this interview. And I think Alessandro thought it might be a few minutes. It was half an hour. And I think he was thinking to himself, how am I going to get through half an hour in English? But these days, uh, your English is, is great and yeah. uh, you're fantastic. Well done. <laughs> Yeah, because in half an hour I answer only two questions because <laughs> of my English. <laughs> it's longer than now, I believe. I hope. So yeah, it was funny, but I remember that day. I remember those days with a little bit of smile in my face, and I hope that my English is improved. It has uh, indeed. <laughs> yeah. and, and and you leave us leave us all with a, with a great smile, and uh, we welcome you back, uh, of course, to the A League and uh, to Australia anytime. You you're more than welcome. There's a lot of fans here waiting for you, and and thank you for your time. Uh, I know it's late in uh, in LA, and um, I want to wish you and uh, Sonia and the kids a a very merry Christmas, and uh, hopefully we can catch up and um, have a glass of wine. Yeah, for sure. Why not? Thank you for for everything, but you know, you know uh, and uh, I wish all of you and uh, the fans, Sydney fans, but not only Sydney fans, because I have a lot of uh, fans around Australia. But uh, I wish all of them uh, good luck and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year for for everything and best wishes for for everything.
Thanks very much again, uh, Alessandro Del Piero.